you for visiting 32 Kings Road, home of the League Ambassadors. I'm Ambassador Kenny Ken Ken, and it is my pleasure to be here today with my brothers. This is episode 21 of our vodcast, 32 Kings Road, and on today's show, we're going to continue our discussion of the NFL playoffs. This is round two of the divisional playoffs. This is the divisional playoffs. Uh, we'll cover some hot topics. It seems like uh, they're handing out jobs in the NFL uh, all over the place. Uh, as a reminder, you can follow us uh, everywhere on social media at the League AM. Uh, that's Twitter, that's Facebook, that's Instagram. We have a YouTube channel, which reminds me, we need to get more clips on there. Um, but anyway, on our show, let's get our show going today. Kevin, what you sipping on, brother? What's up, guys? It's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> good to be back. Hello, um, neighbor. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot colder out here, but... Uh, I'll, I'll live with it. Um, I'm sipping on the fact that it is, uh, and this is a note to our, our European friends, that it's customary for American sports teams that, uh, that win their respective championships to visit the White House, uh, meet with the president, to get you know the honor from our commander-in-chief. Um, teams usually wait until the following year when they have a game in D.C. Or in, I know where he's going. Uh, area to, uh, to make that trip, but... Uh, <laughs> Not the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> they've, uh, they've opted to put a rush job on that visit and try to hurry up and visit with President Obama on Monday <laughs> before he exits and someone else enters. And I wonder why that is. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny. Oh, man. Omar, what you sipping on? <clears throat> oh, Lord. Oh, my God. It's been a while. Sorry. Due to technical difficulties. <laughs> Are we dancing? I, I, all I see is cocaine in my head. In my head. <laughs> Woo! <clears throat> I still hate them. I fucking hate them. But they coming to LA, baby. <laughs> Get the cocaine ready. <laughs> now, <laughs> the greatest team song in history is, is no more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. It doesn't ring with LA. It's going to oh. be a trap beat now. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, one's, no one else's theme song comes close to that. That's, oh my yeah. God. It's done. Yeah. That's that's kind of devastating. That's why I hate them. <laughs> the one good thing that they have, they're getting rid of it. And they're yeah. coming down to four just, or five. Just imagine yeah. that was one of our rivals and we had to sing the fight song. Wouldn't nobody have a problem with that. Nobody. Because <laughs> this is awesome. It's horrible, but it's awesome. <laughs> that's devastating. Yeah, I thought about it today. I was like, wait a second. This is not. This, no. Omar, you should have warned me. I'm really <laughs> upset by that. <laughs> right? But like. For real, because no. that's the lick. Enough said. <laughs> Skinny, what you sipping on, man? <sighs> it's not as good as that. I, ain't <laughs> I, I was sipping on some actual legit <laughs> shit. I mean, he got all of us to dance. <laughs> I mean, you know. Sorry. Sorry to bring it down a notch, but uh, <laughs> the uh, the Pacific Pro League. <laughs> see, see, this is what happens. <laughs> Try to do something serious after that. See, fuck San Diego, man. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. I can't stand them, man. I didn't want to do this show because we're talking all about San Diego coming to L.A. We was looking for you last week, actually, when we talked yeah. about San Diego. But um, the Pacific Pro Football League is done. It's something being built up by Mike Shanahan and McCaffrey. And to put it simply, is they're going to be creating a minor league system for the NFL. It's going to mm. be four teams. Uh, 50 man rosters. Um, the players are all going to get paid. The players are all getting the same salary. They're all going to get uh, full coverage medically for injuries and everything like that. Hmm. And um, who's fronting the bill? Shanahan, McCaffrey, Adam Schefter, uh, Blandino. Uh, the Dean head, Blandino, yeah. The guy from, uh, he's, head, the, he's the replay review guy. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's a few others. Really? A few, few, yeah. 
And this is an opportunity for the – it's the same rules to – when it comes to high school, you got to be a year removed. Okay. To, to join it. A year removed from the league? You, no, a year removed from high school to, to play here. Oh, okay. Okay. So basically it's going to give players an opportunity to get into the NFL outside of going through via the mafia. I mean the NCAA. <laughs> so – so like a step above semi-pro? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll televise the games. It'll run through the summer. It'll start and end before training camp so you mm-hmm. can hop on. Do you know the four locations of the four teams? I it's, might try out. It's all. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, Coach, Coach Jones, first we gotta don't get this do it. <laughs> if you're going to try out, you got to stop drinking Hennessy. Yes. <laughs> no more Blue Moon. But um, it's all right now so SoCal based. Okay. So it'll be here. What? Televised. If things go well, they'll go to North Cal or somewhere. My more question is: Will there be un- undrafted players? Will they be eligible to play? You mean like Castle went to the draft pool? Yeah, that I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't see why not. And their whole main thing is like: if you're on the roster, you're going to get time. You're going to get playing time. You're going to be able to do things mm-hmm. and get tape so that you can put that towards. So it's really about developing players. Exactly. NFL D League. Exactly. Yeah. So if it goes well, they expand to other regions of the um, of the nation. That's what's up. There you go, Poe. All right. Um, last week we went three and one. Uh, unless, depending on where you got the line with Miami, you might have went four and zero oh if you went with Kenyon's teasers. Um, uh, this week, what we want to do because it's only four games, uh, I'm just going to give you locks of the week. Uh, the first lock of the week, take the under in New England. Uh, I believe the line, the total is 40, 45 and a half. Take the under. Uh, it's going to be whatever New England scores to zero, and it won't be a lot. <laughs> because It won't be a lot because Houston has a respectable defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, for context, uh, earlier in the year, uh, New England beat uh, Houston 27 to zero. Now, the quarterback in that game was Jacoby Brissett. Tom Brady is very different, but take the under in that game. And then the second one, do a seven-point tease uh, in the Seattle-Atlanta game for the total. Uh, Right now, the total is 52, I believe. Tease it down 7 to 45 and take the over. That's going to be a shootout. Lock it down for a shootout. Uh, And so, you know, I told you put $500 down last week. Just put whatever you wanted down. It's just two locks. You can throw it in with another parlay if if you have other feelings. Um, the big thing I will say uh, to everyone out there is all four of these games are rematches. So you have context before you make your bets. Uh, and thank the league ambassadors. Devin, <laughs> what you sipping on, brother? Tell the truth. Tell the truth. <laughs> tell the truth. <laughs> Kevin, tell the Give us tell three. The truth. Oh, wait, I thought we were just doing yeah. bad African accents. <laughs> so, uh, what, being Will Smith? Yeah. Oh, wow. Give us three. <laughs> what, what, I got a better one. Two dollar. <laughs> what what I'm sipping on is is coming from Tell the Truth. Um, so this week after the uh, Matt Moore hit versus the Steelers, the NFL is looking to review um, the concussion protocol that was used after the hit. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they want to confirm that the protocol was followed properly because Matt Moore <laughs> showed up the very next play. Right. Um, and. He was absolutely mollywopped by Bud Dupree. It was a, he didn't miss one play? No, he, he missed one play. Yeah, he missed exactly okay, one he play. He missed exactly one play because you have to come out. Right. Yeah. Because he so, was folded like an was, envelope. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was laid out. Yeah. So the protocol is actually this. If, if uh, potential concussion, the, the player is removed immediately from the field. Um, the team physician and an uh, unaffiliated uh, neuro trauma consultant who's like, not a part of the team. They're basically an arbitrator, kind of. On the payroll. Go ahead. <laughs> from from the mafia, but not the team. Um, they review the video of the play, and then they, they examine it. Then, um, which is uh, the third thing, is they call the Madden rule. If there's suspicion of a concussion, the player heads to the locker room for, for a full examination, mm-hmm. which didn't happen. Um, if the player's diagnosed, he cannot return the same game. Um, if he's not diagnosed, then he, he gets monitored and reviewed for the entirety of the game. So I have a couple questions to pose to you guys. So how much of a factor do you think it was that Matt Moore was a backup quarterback to the already hurt um, Tannehill uh, in a playoff game where the third-string quarterback, which is Matt Moore's backup, 
is T.J. Yates, who was just signed in December, so he hardly knows the offense. Um, how much do you think that plays a factor? That's one question. Um, and now it recently came out that he actually didn't have a concussion. But what if he did? And what if you change Matt Moore's name to Brady or Rodgers and people like that? What do you think would happen with the medical staff actually make the right call and remove that person from the game and diagnose it as such in a playoff game? Well, the purpose is is for an independent review, which means they're not partisan. They have no call in the game. So he didn't have a concussion. He They made the right call, right? In this instance, yes, but it was a playoff game. So, if that happens to Mr. Brady in Foxborough, because <laughs> <laughs> mm. Robert Kraft's own the hospital where that guy actually has his his uh, credentials. <laughs> brother, brother of mine, it sounds like you're questioning that the NFL would put the outcome of the game over a player's safety. Mm. Is that I'm, what it sounds like? I'm not inferring anything. I'm putting it out there in the ether and see what comes back. Tell, tell, <laughs> I am, sound like tell the truth, white guy. <laughs> well, the fact that they are the fact that they are investigating it <laughs> leads one to think that there's a dead cat on the line, as my yeah. grandfather would say. They smell a dead cat on the line. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, his head hit the ground. He got hit in the jaw, dude. The concussion, the (laughs) actual, based on the the documentation that they have, it says that the whole evaluation is supposed to take anywhere between 8 to 15 minutes. Right. And he missed exactly one play. Was there a commercial and a timeout? No, what happened was, (laughs) no, No. actually what happened was after that, there was a couple personal foul penalties from players reacting up because of the hit. So they stopped the play while he was asleep. And then... They had that, so they had enough time to gather. The, I don't know how much time it elapsed, wasn't eight but minutes. it wasn't eight minutes. It definitely wasn't eight minutes, which is why I think that you know, it triggered an investigation. But, I mean, obviously you raise a great point, and I think we, we have a right to be, as fans, have a right to be suspicious of the right. NFL hmm. considering the everything. situation. The next yeah. question is <laughs> considering what, everything. what is the penalty <laughs> if they are found to not have followed the protocol? Um, there is something. I, I'm not. Oh, really? Yeah. I was there has say, to there, be. There, there is something. It, you um, can't make teams followed if there's no penalty. I think it has to do with, uh, and maybe somebody can research this. But Less could if he was here. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm going to say two words Turks and Kickles. <laughs> but I think it has to do with fines and maybe like draft penalties or something like that. Uh, we, we could double check that. Don't quote me on that. All right. What, one question I, I, for you. Um, why did they call that one version of it the Madden Rule? Like, what? Why is it that name? That I'm, I'm oblivious to that as well. I mean, I, I would assume it probably came from a rant that his crazy ass said the Madden Curse. <laughs> <laughs> and on that like note, he was on the cover of 2003. <laughs> get him in a locker. And on that note, we're going to get to our Brexit boot bag winner, uh, Kevin. I know you are filled with glee to talk about who our Brexit boot bag award winner is this week. Yeah, shirt's buttoned all the way up. Mm, yes, as always. Our Brexit boot bag award winner is Mr. Joseph Eugene Porter. Hold <laughs> <laughs> up. The, the, the former linebacker and current assistant coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who was arrested the night after, well, the night of their, their, their win uh, against Miami. It was reported that in Porter's alcohol-induced altercation at an uh, like an after-hours spot, he <laughs> had a scuffle with a, uh, a bouncer outside of the spot. The guy told Porter he wouldn't let him in because they've had like a previous beef or previous issues with <laughs> with Porter club. So Joey Porter puts his hands, and I mean literally, puts his hands on my man who was bouncing, and uh, the police were called. The police arrived. And Porter puts both of his hands on the police officer, which leads to his arrest. Um, so, of course, the, the charges were dropped. Doesn't mean he didn't do anything. Uh, Joey Porter was uh, was put on leave by the Steelers. And that reason, sir, celebrating a wild card win against a team you guys supposed to be our Brexit boot bag award winner. Go clap. And why go and get trashed in a trash city like Pittsburgh? 
Why yeah. go out and get trashed when there's still work to do? But hey, but hey, that's that's Wild Card Joey. If y'all remember <laughs> last year, Wild Card Weekend Joey had some antics last year against Cincinnati yes. when he was on field and had that incident with Pac-Man Jones. So this is what he lives for, man. That's what he does. The interesting thing about that story is the cop who he put his hands on has your side. Uh-huh. <laughs> has a track record of like brandishing a weapon and getting aggressive with civilians and actually has a like so they I get think turned up in Pittsburgh they get turned up hey. in Pittsburgh so I think a big part of the reason why the charges were dropped is because this cop actually is not a good cop right well, he the, lucked out the two of the minor ones are still pending and he could face some sort of fines and jail time well he's gonna get fired is what's gonna happen <laughs> no 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 they no. just don't want the distraction they, right now if if his coach goes to bat for him rooney will will let him give him a, a joey's warning. got a joey's got a track record joey but I get it. but then again like <laughs> pittsburgh they is stand such a, by their people though. they do and it's such a small close-knit blue-collar city like those football players and coaches are gods in that town so they might just be like fuck it we'll see <laughs> let's get to uh let's get to some hot topics um so, within the span of seven days, exactly, uh, there have been some coaches that have been hired. Uh, first of all, we've got, uh, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I think was watching the league ambassadors. I think Mr. Khan <laughs> was paying attention to episode 14. Um, because stroking his mustache. He was stroking his mustache. He doesn't have the dog. It's the other one that has the dog. Kroenke has the, dog. has the dog. He just shot. Khan just has the mustache. He was struggling his mustache and watching the league ambassadors and was like, you know what? That Coughlin guy, I think he <laughs> might be all right. So they got Coughlin. I mean, right down to the three years. They got the three-year situation, but it's Coughlin. They hired Doug Marone, so they didn't make Coughlin the coach. Doug Marone is the coach. He couldn't bite this all the way. <laughs> right, right. He, he, had to, change. he was like, he was like, I can't take advice from a bunch of fans. Yeah. Randoms. Yeah. And I'll stop right there. Yeah. No, you can't. You no. can't say it. No. Anyway, he got I'm Doug Marone. Right now. <laughs> the interesting thing and the thing I want to put to you question I'll put to you guys is so Caldwell, the GM, he kept his job too. Actually, he got his deal got redone. Well, they have talent. They're, He's yeah, done a he, good Well, job. they're all but here's the thing. They're all three years, but Caldwell is now reporting. To Coughlin. To Coughlin. <laughs> Coughlin has complete control over player personnel. As he should. Wow. It makes sense. So that was a demotion without being demoted. But my thing, why did they stay with Blake Bortles? That's the thing that's... I, I think it comes down to the fact that they know Gus was absolutely trash. And he, re- he regressed. <laughs> I think regressed Blake, in that. Blake Bortles so they was on a, a one-year deal. Well, he is. Coughlin I, I wants to reevaluate him, see what which is right. which is what which is what I I definitely said that I was like you know you bring in a guy, give him a year to evaluate yeah. him, but I I just that was the fact that Caldwell didn't lose his job, but he got a demotion means that they're they're really still holding on to hope with Blake Bortles, and I mean well not necessarily the t- well I, I mean they, he just got the job off season hasn't officially started yet where they can sign people and. Do trades and things like that. But Marone has been an assistant coach. He's he's seen yeah. him the whole year, so right. I don't think they're going to get rid of him. I mean, you know, I think they're going to give him the. They're year. rooting for him. I would say oh, they're they're rooting I, for. I, think he, I, I know I know you don't like this, Kenyon, because you actually pick Jacksonville damn near every week this year <laughs> in your picks. But I think you give him a shot to see what he can do with someone that's a better coach than that. I, I really do. And if he sucks this year. Then I'm sorry, you, we got enough tape on you. That's that's it. That's your shot. I mean, you're not putting him in. I think you're not putting him in a position to see. And we we'll move on to the other teams. We're not putting him into position to succeed because this is going to be like his fourth system that he's going to learn with Doug Marone. They had Greg Olson. Are they, they changing had the system? I thought that's why they brought him in so that there would be some consistency. It's with, not like the previous system worked. <laughs> it did when he was down 21 points. Yeah. <laughs> so is that how the system is? We need to let them score 21 points, then we can work? Doug Marone is the offensive guy. That's all I'm saying. In <laughs> uh, Buffalo, Buffalo has hired yet another defensive coordinator. Uh, this one is Mr. Sean McDermott. Um, no. And I mean... <laughs> no. Off top. 
Off top, huh? No. Off top, Skinny? I, I know McDermott. I know you know him. Philadelphia, he comes from the Jim Johnson school, which Jim Johnson is a, is a, is a less recipe. We know who his wide receiver coach is. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that so boy you, just won a championship with Clemson. <laughs> so, Skinny, you're, I'm, the answer is no. Before I ask the question, my bad, which is, my bad, my bad. My is bad. that the best you could have done, really, Sean McDermott? New ownership, huh? Is it? <laughs> and I, and I why know. are you like you have your talent is on the defensive side of the ball? You already hired a defensive coach. You actually had a great defensive coordinator in Jim Schwartz, who's doing go. just fine. And you let him go. You mm-hmm. hire Rex Ryan. Now you hire Sean McDermott. I, I don't. I just don't know if Doug Whaley knows what he's doing. And that's that's the problem. Because one, I feel like he's like just buying time <laughs> to get the rest of that contract so he can get out of Buffalo. Because the whole thing with Rex, he was like, well, I wasn't a part of the firing. He speaks right. directly to the owner. Right. Um, it's the situation you're talking, talking about with Coughlin and Codwell. Yeah. It's, it's already happening in Buffalo. But he was the one that he said he hired Rex Ryan mm-hmm. uh, before the uh, two seasons ago. Um, McDermott, I'm not a fan. <laughs> uh, as, you, as that's clear um, his defenses are overrated uh, they had one hot season la- two years ago right um, they've been top five who, three out of the last four years in Carolina but they have nowhere near the talent that he's going to have um, in Buffalo right Carolina had linebackers that D that D line the second string was better than most people's starting lines and I don't know who his OC is coming in like I have no idea well, a lot of, I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, Kyle Shanahan is still going to be out there. He's not going to take an OC job now, though, is he? No, I don't. He's, I don't. he's either going to stay put or. I think he's going to stay put. Uh, I mean, there, there are no more jobs. There are basically, <laughs> there's only one other job left. And, and no, they're not talking about and him. no one wants that job. Which, uh, which job? Before we get there, Denver, mm-hmm. K. John Elway hired Mr. Vance Joseph. Um, the thing about this situation, so apparently Vance Joseph, and we were talking about it earlier, Apparently, Vance Joseph is someone that um, if if Elway didn't go with Kubiak, he was going to go with Vance Joseph. He likes him a lot. Um, they're looking at Mike McCoy or Bill Musgrave to run the offense. And was it, McCoy was there already. McCoy was there. He was there. They're looking at bringing him back because he got fired in but, San Diego. But was he good because the assistant offensive coordinator was Peyton Manning? <laughs> and then, or or you, are you going to go to Bill Musgrave, who basically they Oakland said goodbye. <laughs> so we After don't a record-setting year, <laughs> right? So Vince Joseph, well, because his play calling, particularly in the playoff game, but overall his play calling and, all year. Yeah, if you yeah, ask less. Yeah, should be here to talk about that. Yeah, cons- <laughs> like way too conservative. Um, but they hired Vance Joseph, and so we've got Vance Joseph, we got Sean McDermott, we got Doug Marone, and then uh, just came out today, Los Angeles Rams. They've made a hire. Apparently, they've made a hire as a head coach and as a defensive guy. I'll start with the defensive guy. It's Wade Phillips. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. their good. defense is going to be in good hands. I don't agree with that either. Oh, why? Why not? They don't have the personnel to run a three-four. Their mm-hmm. strength is on the D line. Right? Yeah. Okay. They don't have the linebackers. Who's yeah. who? Wade's proven in this league though. He'll figure it out. He's I, proven. For, all right. We'll see. Um, <laughs> we'll see Donald Figueroa. They've hired a head coach that is his youngest, Kevin, um, <laughs> Mr. Sean McVay, mm-hmm. uh, formerly the offensive coordinator for Washington. Apparently, blew their socks off. They talked to all of the guys, all of the hot guys, and they're going with Mr. McVay. He is the grandson of John McVay who was an executive VP for the 49ers during the glory years. Uh, so they've hired their coach. They've got their defensive, they got their defensive guy. Um, and then uh, just before we started, the San – I mean, <laughs> sorry, the Los Angeles <laughs> – get, get that right, bro. I got to get it right. <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, I said on last week's show that if they hired Jim Bob Cooter, <laughs> I would be <laughs> all in. Yeah, I wrote it down. Um, they did hire a brother. Just so, Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> well, they hired a brother. So I I might give him a look, uh, Mr. Anthony Lynn. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Anthony Lynn, who was the former OC and interim head coach in Buffalo, right. is now the head coach for the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, now I'm, I'm I'm sorry I, I have to ask I, I don't know too much about this brother, <laughs> and I I was looking up. Uh, he's been Rex Ryan's guy for a long time, right? But he's only had what a year and a half as an OC. 
a year and a half as an OC. Before that, he was a running backs coach. Um, we knew, that, first of all, we knew that they were going to hire <laughs> somebody, we, cheap. somebody cheap. Okay? We knew that they were going to go the cheap route. Skinny drinking water. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> he was the running backs water coach. Cheap. He was the running backs coach for Rex Ryan in New York. Yeah. He was the running backs coach. He followed Rex, was the running backs coach in Buffalo. And then they got rid of Greg Roman, who is now a part of the Buffalo Ravens organization. Baltimore. Uh, I mean, what I say? Buffalo. Buffalo. Senyon! <laughs> Baltimore. He's in Baltimore now. And then they made Anthony Lynn the OC. And then he right. was the interim head coach. And now he has a job in Los Angeles. That's a fast progression, isn't it? Hey, hey he's a brother, so is, we is, root is, for him. Is that, is that like super enhanced Rooney rule? I think he's just cheap. <laughs> he just he came cheap, so we'll see. The only team left that doesn't have a job <laughs> is the team with the worst, the most history. They got the worst situation right now, San Francisco. Kevin, before we move on, what what's what's you weren't on the show last week. We couldn't figure it out. Who's taking that job, Kevin? And they need a GM <laughs> and they need a coach. So let's let me set it up for you. Uh, do you go GM first or coach? You go GM. I mean, that's the guy who who sets the mission, who who, who puts the, the the whole idea together. But again, I'm holding out hope that Chucky answers the phone, that uh, that the, the Jim Harbaugh decides to leave. I, you couldn't pay me enough money to take to that take job. that job, right? No one's taking that job. So Kyle Shanahan, wherever you are, if you happen to catch us, do not take that job. Well, please, he he's. Well, here's here's a question about Kyle. Did he interview that poorly? No. You think he it was actually, because because no, the, he, the the playoffs? No, no, no. And I saw that you put that, and I was like, I I hope that he asked that in the show. He actually is interviewed well. The Rams were impressed with him. Mm. Um, Denver, Chen, uh, Elway was impressed with him. The thing about it is, apparently, with the Rams, McVay really blew their socks off. Mm. Nothing you can do about that. Denver, Vance Joseph was Elway's guy, as you talked about last yeah. week. That was his guy, and it was going to be somebody had to talk him off of that. And okay. so it's not. And, they, and they, ain't nobody talking John off. And nobody shit. talking. Exactly. <laughs> and especially because he's a defensive guy and he can wield influence on the offensive side. Vance mm-hmm. Joseph, that is. So it's not anything against Kyle Shanahan. It's just, you know, it's, it, really, it really is circumstantial. And I don't think that he was interested, and I don't blame him, in the Buffalo gig. Let's let's be honest. The problem is Kyle's last name. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> really? Uh, yes. He ruined RG. Wait, wait. <laughs> Even in Denver, though? I mean, that's that's the Super he Bowl. He wore out right his welcome, though. I mean, those two, those two titles. You don't have to tell me about them. I already said what I said about that. That got me in a different mood. This is the San Diego shit, man. That's what this is, man. <laughs> angry. See, my thing is I disagree with you. At this point, I think they should hire a coach now. Because they that is San Francisco, right? Yes, because mm-hmm. you when you you going to fire a GM, you should have replacements in mind already. You should, you should. They should be hired because they have to talk about the coach. So they should have a hand in hiring the coach if you're going to fire them both at the same time. So now you need a coach because you can. They already know they have no talent. <laughs> but so the coaching. But, but uh, the, who the, though? Well, aside from who, my argument to that, like, if they if they hire a coach first and then get the GM, there's going to be friction off top because the GM's going to feel like that's not my guy who off top. Who won the national championship in uh, California for high school football? Oh, my God. <laughs> and, on, and on that note, go see, go see if they need a job. Well, here's a, here's At this a question. point, they need a coach. Who else is out there as a candidate other than and Shannon? Kyle? Yeah, and I don't think Kyle takes a job. Kyle Shanahan, Mike Smith has talked. Mike uh, Smith, Mike, no, Dave no, Tao. Mike said, "I'm staying." Yeah, Mike said he's staying. He's staying in yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Okay, so Dave Todd, Kansas City yeah. special teams guy, That's Kyle who Shanahan. Would take the job. Josh McDaniel has interviewed and talked to them, but I think they passed the whole. They wanted. They, they wanted. They were the trying to get. Up. They were trying to get the double up with Nick Cesario and Josh McDaniel. Cesario said no. Nah. And Cesario the, said no. The nah. rocket scientists. No, 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 no. New England. I don't think they've talked to the Rocket oh, scientists. Matt Patricia is the Rocket scientist. He's the defensive guy. They haven't yeah. talked to him. He's but still they, out there, too. They though. talked to Josh McDaniel, and then they talked to Nick Cesario, who's in the front office for the right. Patriots. Right, right, right. And, and, uh, and that, was a, that was a no-go. So at this point, I mean, they're talking to ESPN personalities. <laughs> By the way, I do like Louis Riddick. I do. I think Louis Riddick, he has a lot of history in front offices. He's the only guy currently on ESPN from the NFL side that knows what he's talking about. Um, yeah. He interviewed for the job. 
But I mean, they're they're the, they've cast a wide net. Is Shaquille O'Neal available? Let's, oh like at God. this point, <laughs> just get a coach. Like <laughs> let's not let's not forget though that uh, Terrell Austin's out there. He's still a dark horse, pun intended. Um, defense oh. guy, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I thought it would be good because um, everyone, uh, all the league ambassadors who have a team that they declare an allegiance for, they're all done. So I thought, I thought it would be a good time <laughs> means no worries to go around the rest of your day and ask each of the ambassadors for Matata. I'm sorry, what I'm they think is one off-season wish. What they what they hope for is one off-season wish for their team. Uh, and so we'll move through this in a rapid-fire fashion. And I'll start with you, Devin. Uh, Kevin, hopefully you come up with something different. But um, I have a laundry list, so I'm sure if I pick one, he'll have something else. Okay, so <laughs> give me one off-season wish for your Baltimore Ravens. Well, currently the mock drafts have us picking anywhere between Cook and Fournette at 16. Mm-hmm. We desperately need to enhance our run game. We did just get Greg Roman, so hopefully we get somebody dynamic. I don't think Terrence West is the answer. I do like Dixon as a change of pace. Mm-hmm. We were 28th in the league in rushing. Yeah, yeah Harbaugh, he came out in the State of the Union, State of the Raven Union, and he was like, we got to run the ball. <laughs> uh, Kevin, I'll come to you last. Omar, give me, I know there's a lot of things you're wishing for hold with on. the Chicago Bears. <laughs> no, no, hold on. Oh, boy. Got to put my hat on. Oh my god. Is that why you shaved your head? <laughs> Shave it because I give me give me one give me so, one. so I don't want anybody to say anything until, but I want everybody at the same time cuz y'all all know what I want. On 3 there's one player who I want gone. <laughs> 1 2 3. Caillou. Caillou. I- Thank you. Jay Cutler. <laughs> Done. Let's move. <laughs> Skinny, give me one off-season wish and listen, we when we started the season, you were definitely a target we talked a lot of shit. When we ended the season, you were definitely a target. And uh, and they started out really well. Carson Nothing Wentz. from you. Carson Wentz was, was, was good. I, In my opinion, if I were an Eagles fan, I would be, you know, I would be, I would feel just as good as the rest of these guys. Precipitous uh, is the word. But give me one offseason wish for your Eagles. Precipitous drop. Before I give you my wish, I'm telling you right now, Cook is, is there at 14. Y'all ain't getting them. <laughs> Um, with that being said, I've already said it on the show, and I'm going to say it again. I want to make a trade of Doug Peterson and two first-round picks for that black man in Cleveland. <laughs> Hugh, you need to come home. Come home. I've seen what you've done with the Raiders, and I believe you went 8-8, eight 6-0 eight, in the division. I will never forget that. I will never. Run DMC was running because of you. Yeah. Because of you. Come to Philly. That's my wish. Kevin, one wish for the Ravens. Uh, I do agree with Devin, but I think our problems start on defense. Um, the last, This past season and the last time we were in the playoffs, we lost both games, not because of our offense, not because of Joe Flacco, but because our defense couldn't get stops. Uh, I think we have to draft a corner, get a pass rusher. As much as I love Jimmy Smith, the important games we need him in, outside of his questionable P.I. against Crabtree in the Super Bowl, he hasn't played in an important game. So I think mm. we got to get somebody we can rely on or move on. Okay. All right. You're uh, so serious, Kevin. He was I, – I pre- and, I, and I appreciate that, Kevin. Hurt, man. It yeah. Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> Akuna Matata. Uh, finally, within the hot topics um, – What about your team? <laughs> 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 Just going to jump over there. Hey, right? he got two of them to choose from now. <laughs> I got two of them to choose right? The uh, 405 is here. <laughs> boom, boom, I am looking forward to going to a couple of Chargers games just because mm. it's at a smaller, intimate stadium. I like their <laughs> roster. <laughs> It's a dope venue. It's well, a dope just, venue. It's just small as shit. It's just small as shit. There are two games less we'll go to with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm looking forward Raiders to going twice. to some Charger games. I actually like their squad better than I like the Rams on both sides of the ball. Um, Joey Bosa. But my team is still the University of Southern California, and we are going to win the national title next year. So, um, all right. Last week uh, was Wild Card Weekend. There are now four teams. Uh, that have gone fishing. And so uh, we here, the League Ambassadors, want to do a service to them and give them a prescription 
so that they can go further next year. Um, Skinny, you have the Miami Dolphins, uh, where there's a lot of optimism, I think, in Miami. I think Adam Gase is the real deal. Uh, what do you prescribe for them so that they can take the next step? Um, the first thing they need to do is get rid of Byron Maxwell. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They need to go on and do that, do what we did. Uh-huh. Now, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually serious about that. But uh, they're going to have a lot of issues regarding the defense. Okay. Um, Vance Joseph, the D.C., we've is been gone. About. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. And Wade Phillips is off the market. Wade so they, they hired the linebackers coach to keep it consistent. That was an Adam Gase move. Okay. I understand it, but they're losing Jason Jones, Mario Williams. Uh, it's not like it mattered anyway. Cause I was, was about already, to say, he did, they didn't matter. It was, well, yeah. I ain't talking about Mario. I was, the next guy I was going to say it doesn't matter because he was already high. Deion Jordan, <laughs> they're losing him. Um, and, and the thing is, they got the most out of Kiko in about three years. Yeah. I don't think that happens again. Okay. So Damn, that's the most they can get out of him? That, that's the most. <laughs> and, Chip, the and Chip did what? <laughs> Next question. That's why you're not getting cooked because you say shit like that. So but anyway. Um, so they're going to need to replenish on the D-line. They've got 40 mil Man. right now uh-huh. under the cap. Yep. If they do those cuts, and I'm serious about the Byron Maxwell, they'll have about 50 to 55. Uh-huh. It just depends on what they want to do. Uh, Nick Perry has been rumored to be heading down there. Don Terry Poe will be uh, a free agent. That's the Kansas City uh, Kansas City lineman. That'll be a lot in the interior line, but I can see that being a good move with yeah. him and Sue. Yeah. Um, but Poe's back, I don't know, because he missed a lot of time this year because of his back. I don't okay. know how, how effective he can be for how long. Okay. Um, it's mainly it, – it's it's on that side. I'd say on the offensive side, they have to get uh, Devontae Parker activated. Like, he needs to be that guy across from Landry because Landry – Kenny Stills was good too. I think that they. I think Stills might be on the move. I think offensively they'll be fine though. Adam Gaze is really good, and they they performed really well on the offensive side of the ball. I think you're hitting the nail on the head. Defense, though. defense, defense, defense. Yeah. One of their strong suits was the uh, offensive line, but they're about to lose. Brand- well, they m- more than likely they're going to lose Brandon Albert. So that means um, Sativa Tunsil. I mean, <laughs> Ler- Lermy Tunsil. <laughs> Move some left guard. Wow. <laughs> face mask. <laughs> Ghost face. Uh, he's going to move to left tackle. Okay. So yeah. that weakens what will just strengthen them because Jay Ajayi got off. I don't – the league is set up for you to be an 8-8 eight and eight team and get lucky about two or three times a year. Mm-hmm. That's what happened this year. They went 10-6. and six. Yep. I feel like the same thing that happened to Ty Bowles and the Jets it's could easily happen, happen to, to them. Happen to them. Five wins and people were like, well, what's going on? It's, it's, it's just set up that way. Omar, you have the Jets. My question to you. I have the Giants. I mean, the Giants. I'm sorry. You have the, the Giants. Jets was nowhere right. near the playoffs. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, my question so, to Shandell you Richardson. is, is it time to start looking for a replacement for Eli? Oh, it's getting hot. No, not yet. Not, not yet. No. No. Okay. I, mean, I mean, you can because, you know, it depends on the offensive philosophy you follow. Some GMs, they draft a quarterback every year. So, I mean, but I think – you can start, and that's fine. But I think Eli is not the problem. I don't. I don't think Eli is the problem. What is the problem? Um, I do think they need to spend money on the offensive side, though. They addressed the defense last year. Yes, but <laughs> in a big way. In a big, a big way. way. <laughs> um, but there's really like three or four things they need to do. One first is culture change. Um, I'm not going to. Hmm. I'm. I'm not comparing McAdoo to Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's the most apt situation that that I can think of um, when Pete Carroll followed Bill Parcells um, in, uh, I see where you're going. in, in uh, New England. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Kraft said after he fired Pete Carroll, he said a lot of things that made it difficult for him to stay, some of which were out of his control. And it began with him following a legend. Mm. Can you imagine Odell Beckham and other receivers doing what they did under Coughlin. Coughlin can they be? Would they be in Miami under Coughlin? Because now it seems like Eli, who's been the one calling them out on things, which he's done nicely. He hasn't been, you know, <laughs> right. But I feel like there would have been hell to pay if it was Coughlin. Okay, mm-hmm. and they felt it was okay. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it. That's why I'm comparing that situation. I understand. You- 
That's a culture change. Right. The culture was changed. They felt that that was okay. Mm-hmm. And what happened? Eli said, if you're, going to, if you're going to do things, you have to back it up. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to continue to, the worm is turning for Odell. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you, fine, you want to show out and all that stuff, but you got to show up for big games. Mm-hmm. And Coughlin would have made that clear from day one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Two, Eric Flowers is a bust. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was getting wore out. Julius Peppers had a turn to back turn back the clock game wearing him out. Either put him on the bench or put him at right tackle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking right guard. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. Like his technique is terrible. Oh man. Okay. That's number two. Running back, running back, running back. <laughs> so I thought, so, yeah. so I, I felt like I in my mind that was a question. But I mean, Paul Perkins when they finally went to okay. him, he so did something. I get that, but I watched Paul. You watched Paul Perkins. Yeah, he's a good running back, but I never thought he was going to be a great NFL running back. I think Paul Perkins is change what, of pace. What we saw from Paul Perkins is what we're going to get That's from Paul Perkins. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's not the future of the New York Giants running. It shouldn't be to me. And I'm a UCLA fan, so you know it. It's just he's not he's not it. But um, they their offensive if they they need to address the offensive line anyway. Oh yes. So like, uh, <laughs> um, but the offense was ranked. The their total offense was ranked eighth last year. The year before. This, yeah. The, yeah. Well, the year before. It was 25th this year. Defense yeah. was shit, though. And so they, so had, they, they were yeah. they had to go had to off go. Yeah. To, go. to have a chance. So, so this year, that's what they need to address. Does, does Point Stash run the West Coast? Yes. How can you head a West Coast without any type of run game? Man, How he tried it this year. <laughs> you know, and you went, and you went from 8th to 25th. Yeah, yeah. Will Ty, they're throwing the ball to Will Ty. And then we didn't even see, what's the guy? Larry, Larry Donnell. Don- we Larry didn't Donnell. even see him Will at Ty all. Will Ty took his spot. He took his spot. You know, there are, there are quite a few teams. I remember when I did the prescription for Jacksonville, I talked about Le'Veon Bell. Cause, I mean, they need a running back. You talk about the Giants who were in the playoffs. They need a running back. Man, if I'm if I'm Le'Veon Bell's agent, because I'm almost sure Pittsburgh is Can't going to apply. Well, they're going to apply the franchise tag. Oh, yeah. Man, you got to think long and hard about not signing that joint because there is money out there to be yeah, made. A lot of money. And there's there teams be. that will throw it at him. Yeah, he can come down the street. Uh, <laughs> Devin. But he also may be loyal to Pittsburgh. I don't know. He says he wants to come back. Yeah, that's, he does. But he wants to come. He wants to come back for security. It, he don't every, want to come back on a one-year franchise. No. Deal. And everybody yeah. loves that coach too. So it's like you got. Yeah. But there is going to be money out there for yeah, that. You dude. have to think about it, uh, Devin. You got the Raiders, and you know there's an argument that if they had their quarterback, maybe we wouldn't be talking about them right now. Yeah. So where what do you what do you see? I, I think I know where you're going, but where do you <laughs> see a prescription? Is that why Les didn't show up? Well, <laughs> well first of all, <laughs> let's give it up for the, for the 12 and 4 Raiders, the team, the only team of the TLA Ambassadors to actually make the playoffs. Kind of, I'm not yeah, that's it true. Up for, I'm not yeah. it up give it up, get up for you, Les. All that shit you talked all year, give it up. Nah, oh. fuck that. So no, wait, wait, no, he's he goes high so he can go so low. he can cut <laughs> you. He about, to, he about to cut him right it's now. The Oreo effect. So oh, they they went twelve and four. So let's dissect that a little bit. Out of the twelve wins, nine of them were very close, very close. So like you said, you're built to go eight and eight, and you get lucky along the way. Yep. Um, as good <clears> as that <throat> offense was all year. They only outscored teams by a grand total of 31 points. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, they had the fewest sacks in the league with 25. And Khalil Mack had 30, <laughs> 20 of them. <laughs> he had 11. He had 11 of them, right? Yeah. Um, so Servant had the other six? Yeah. It, and then, preach. And then blitzes. Right. <laughs> so, which... A few weeks ago, before the injury, why when we had this like midseason conversation about MVP, I said Derek Carr because before that injury, if you got to outscore teams and you're winning close games, that you get kudos for that. Um, it also speaks volumes to uh, my pick for defensive player of the year, Mac. If you're basically holding down the entire team and they go twelve and four, even though the defense is atrocious. They need to focus on defense is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Um, they need 
D tackles. They need a middle linebacker. They need linebackers that can cover. They need hella backups. Um, <laughs> the biggest thing that they need to take care of, oh, though, aside God. from addressing the defense, which could impact their uh, their cap figures, is they need to sign Carr to a long term deal. Mm. And that has to get done. Uh, now everybody talked, and uh, there were whispers, and you know, you know, grumbles about. Why they drafted a quarterback last year if they thought Carr was the guy? Mm-hmm. He's the fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Stop that. Mm-hmm. So they got they have to sign him. Before that, I think they have fifty fifty one million yep. in cap space. Yeah, um, they need to focus on defense because you can't continue to win in the NFL by beating teams. And if you're not putting up points like the the Patriots of '07 or the um, greatest show on turf, and you you only your margin of victory throughout the entire year is thirty one points. From points for and points against, your defense is trash. The funny thing is, it they never really opened up the offense until they had to. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they could have just ran. They could have opened. They It's like they didn't trust Carr. I don't know why, though. Musgrave. No, that's why Musgrave. That's, that's, why why Musgrave that's why Musgrave doesn't have a job. People were expecting a lot from Amari Cooper. Uh, include me because that's why I drafted him on my fantasy. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think it was Amari. I think it, I think it was uh, if Les were here, it's Musgrave, it's and that's Musgrave. why he didn't. watching the games. You can tell you can it was tell. like they didn't trust their it quarterback. Lot of, it was a lot of screens. It wasn't until they were, it was, the game was close, then they let him go. Right, mm-hmm. Kevin, you have the Detroit Lions. Uh, <laughs> let's see. You got running back. You got the secondary. I got a I got an interesting C for you though. Is it the trainers? <laughs> I I I get where you're going with that. <laughs> I would I would say no, not quite. Just because the Lions have had these same issues since I don't know Barry Sanders retired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it might have been the same trainers, like <laughs> And I, I, I've said it before on the show. I'll continue to say it. The formula to win in this league is dominating the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. especially in the playoffs. It's running the ball. And it's stopping the run. And those were two things that the Lions couldn't do all season. And it was put on, on Front Street in that loss against Seattle. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll start with the run game. They were 30th this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Granted, they did lose um, Amir Abdullah, second game of the season. He was right. he was voted to be their guy. Um, Theo Riddick filled in. He played 13 games. Uh, but his best outing was 14 carries for 70 yards. That's like... That's a first quarter for Le'Veon Bell. Right. I mean, that, that doesn't that doesn't get it done in the NFL. Right. Uh, I mean, he's a decent receiver coming out the backfield, but as as Joe says, they need someone that can pound and then ground. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's he's not that guy. At least not alone. Um, I like Zach Zinner, who um, two Z's. Uh, Mike- <laughs> Michael Bennett said that uh, he was the best white running back in the NFL, but keep going. He's a, uh, he's a second year. He's a second year fullback, and I don't think him being your your primary option is the answer. So, right. with with depth at that position and with the commitment to the run, with Abdullah, Riddick, Zinner, I think that trifecta can give them that balance, mm-hmm. um, which will help take the pressure off Matt Stafford, who they just put out there every every Sunday to win the game. Right. Uh, especially in outdoor games, and you saw that against Seattle. You just can't sling the ball in that weather that time of year. Right. Um, a, so Aaron Rodgers oh, does. I was going to say, here's a fun fact about the Detroit running game. You know the last time they had a 100-yard rusher? Oh, God. Three seasons ago. Wow. That's, Not a 1,000-yard back. That's disgusting. A 100-yard rusher. rusher. So that's why those yeah. 14 carries 76 yards. Was it Amir? <laughs> No. No, he wasn't even in the league. He wasn't there. Second year. Who was the running back? Shit, I don't know. Wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably one of them. Wasn't it Dad? Joyke Bell or something like that? Oh, God. It was probably Joyke Bell. Oh, Joyke Bell. Yeah, Joyke Bell. Bell. Yo, it took me a month to figure out how to pronounce that name. Joyke Bell. All right. I I I was just going to say, I do think that if they, you know, they make a commitment to investing in the offensive line, they got two guys. Is it going to be free agents that invest in the line during the the, the offseason? Shrub that run game, balance out the offense. They'll be nine and seven again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yet another team that needs a running back. I'm telling you, Le'Veon. Yeah, the running back is dead, huh? Le'Veon, right? Le'Veon Bell. You're not getting cooked. Don't sign that deal. Um, okay, let's get into uh, a preview for these weekend's games. This is uh, the nickname I have for it is Rematch Weekend. 
uh, in the NFL playoffs. All four games, folks, are rematches. Uh, first, we have Seattle versus Atlanta, which is a rematch of a week five uh, in Seattle. Uh, they won 26-24. It was a controversial no-call on Mr. Richard Sherman, hmm. uh, Garden Julio. Hmm. Uh, first question, and we'll go around real quick. Who do you have, Kevin, in that game, Seattle-Atlanta? I'm picking Seattle. You're picking Seattle, okay. Hmm. Devin? Yep. Falcons. Falcons. Skinny? Uh, Julio Jones. <laughs> Omar? Falcons. Okay. So Thomas Rawls, if he gets 160 yards again, oh my God. Seattle wins. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> he just cut himself off. He did. <laughs> no. So in that first game, in 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 the in the first game, we had Matt Ryan throw for three touchdowns, 335 yards. They didn't have a running game that day. 18 carries, 52 yards, but it was a lot of Julio Jones. There will be no Desmond Trufant, no Earl Thomas. Ding 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 ding. Um. Thomas Rawls, man, if he does the same thing again, it's going to be hard to beat him. But the flip side is, in that first game, Michael Bennett missed the second half because he got hurt. There was no Frank Clark. There was no Cam Chancellor. There was no Thomas Rawls, even though Christine Michael did get two touchdowns. What's his name? Christine (laughs) Michael. Kevin, why Seattle? This is more of an indictment on Atlanta, and I don't want to sound like I'm hating, but, like, yo, Matt Ryan, if you're the MVP... As Devin would say, it's fuck or walk. This game, I don't care what you did the first 16. This is the game you got to win. Yeah. And he hasn't done it. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to change. You don't believe in him. Uh, Let me ask you, uh, Skinny, Kyle Shanahan's been a hot name for jobs. So he's been doing interviews. Do you think that'll matter? No, I don't think it'll matter. Okay. Um, You sure? Because Vance Joseph was coaching like he knew he was getting the Denver job. <laughs> sure as hell he was coaching like he knew Matt Moore really had a headache. <laughs> that boy sleep. <laughs> sleep. Yeah, uh, personal foul. Personal foul. <laughs> no, um, no it, it, I, got, I got the Falcons. The, remember, it came down to that P.I. that wasn't called. Right. And that should have been a P.I. They go down to kick the field goal. Game's over. To Omar's point, I, I think it does come down to the running game. I think it's Seattle running game versus mm. third and Seattle running game and Atlanta being able to convert on third downs. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's going to come down to. But besides it being a game management situation, time of possession, field mm. position, I feel yes. like they've got to be able to because they have the talent. I think. Atlanta with Julio Jones. Also, that trash offensive line. I look for Vic Beasley uh, yes. to eat. Yes. Um, but it's one of those games, to Kevin's point, experience matters. If you're, not, if, you, if you're not taking advantage and playing smart football, okay, it's fourth down mm. and you're at your own 40. You don't have to go for it in the first quarter. Yeah. Pooch punt it. Pooch punt it. And play field position. Wait for the opportunity to strike. Um, I like Atlanta in the game, but Kevin, I, I, I definitely feel where you're going with it. Uh, the next game is going to be <laughs> Houston versus New England. <laughs> so, rematch of week three. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on this. Devin's raising his hand. Uh, Devin is raising his hand. Devin. We all know what it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, th- that's, that's, that's my man. Hey. <laughs> so, well, I, I got, we got it. Come okay. On. You right. can't beat the Patriots throwing 168 yards. <laughs> oh, how many attempts? And hey. he threw 168 hey. yards, and it was a great game for him. Hey. O- Omar unprompted went off. <laughs> hey, no quarterback against the Patriots defense in the playoffs. Come on, no man. chance, Godfather. No chance. <laughs> 27-0 without Brady. Kevin, anything? Listen for Houston. New, Eng- New England's going to win this game. <laughs> but if I had, if my life depended on it. I would say that the only chance Houston has is if that pass rush, if Jadavion Clowney can play like he did okay. last week, somehow. The, the Raiders were playing like they knew their season was over. <laughs> True, but that kid Clowney balled out. He I did. Mean, that, he did. He, he finally proved to everybody that he wasn't a bust two, three years later. Okay, I'm definitely it, not going out it, and saying that Houston's going to win. No. But, no I'm gonna, absolutely. but listen. Listen, you, you said ain't scoring no points. Listen. Remember what you did at the top of the show. I know what I you did. You going with that voodoo shit, ain't you? No, not okay. the voodoo. No, not the that voodoo. Shit's this, over. this is real football, not voodoo. <laughs> no, no, no. New England's gonna win. But I'm just saying this: in the first game, Lamar Miller, 20 carries, and they lost 27 to zero. He had 20 carries for 80 yards. Okay, 
run the ball, stop the run. You run the ball, you keep Tom Brady on the sideline. They have a small Kenyon, chance. You can't keep Tom Brady on the sideline with three and outs. You're going to give the ball to Lamar Miller. He's going to get first downs. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Hey, let's move on. Let's move on. Hey. We you did our due hey, hey, you tried. Hey, you we, tried. Hey, we did our we hey. did our due diligence. Hey, golf yeah. clap. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Let's clap it. <laughs> hey, let me take a shot. They <laughs> when they when they flip the coin to see who get the ball first, they're yep. gonna walk up and say, We're gonna be at your house in two weeks. Oh my god. <laughs> it's gonna be disrespectful. That it is gonna be disrespectful. yeah. Just mm. don't go over forty five. Forty five zero. Forty four zero. Clean up the stadium for us. <laughs> Uh, okay, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, mm-hmm. rematch of week four, mm-hmm. 43-14, Pittsburgh stomped them out at home, Big Ben, five touchdowns, Le'Veon Bell, 144 yards rushing, this game was over in the first quarter, <laughs> uh, two Kansas City turnovers, uh, and they converted them to touchdowns, Devin, who you got? I have the Chiefs. You have the Chiefs, Skinny? Get the fuck out of here. I don't <laughs> trust Andy Reid in the playoffs, so with that being said... I'm going with the Chiefs. Now, I have my caveat. Whoa, Kevin. Chiefs. Fuck what? Oh, that's okay. Okay. Exactly. That's my point. Omar, is it just you and I? Because yes. they're my Super Bowl. Steelers are my Super Bowl pick, so. Pittsburgh. Okay. I'm going to say it again. Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, Let's see. One's a I, Raven. Wait a minute. One's a Ravens fan. And one. I, I been, expect the Steelers to win. But this is that game. I They're going to find a way to lose, I feel. The Steelers are going to find a way to lose. Why? My reason. Yeah. It, it's if Andy Reid finds a way to control the ball on offense <laughs> and take up time. See, you can't you can't on, start any analysis by saying find a way when you're a head coach. So I mean, you should come with something. Well, else. I ain't a head coach, and, and neither is Andy Reid, but he's going to be there. <laughs> so drop the mic. <laughs> hey, so he's going. He's got to find a way. But here's the thing: if Kansas City's defense scores, and Ben is known to throw a pick or two. He threw, he, what, two last week? He threw five touchdowns and zero picks against yeah. them. They're, that, they're, they're both different teams at this point in the year. Eric Berry is well acclimated now. If they find a way to score on defense and they can control the ball my, on offense, my, I can see the Chiefs my, pulling this game out. My thing is not about hatred. It's really straight-up football. I'm listening to you, Devin. No, it, it is. I'm listening. Hard. No, no. I, know, I know it's hard for y'all to it understand is. that. No, no, no. no, no it's no. not. No, no, no. no, no. Because Give him a lying. shot. Give him no. a shot. Give him a shot. So, the Chiefs are probably the most balanced team Left. Patriots are probably up there, but they're they're very balanced. Kevin's nodding his head. Yes. Okay. So if they just play their game, mm-hmm. um, they they're at home. Arrowhead in the playoffs will be rocking. Mm-hmm. The first game they played was in Pittsburgh. Correct. Correct. Okay. Omar's so this head. is different. Um, Le'Veon Bell is playing like a monster right now. Yes. He's straight. Ben hasn't been playing that well. Okay. He has not been playing that well. And although he lit them up. The secondary the first time, I don't think that happens again. Okay. And it's hard to beat the shit out of a team twice. I think the Chiefs pull it off if Andy Reid doesn't fuck it up. Omar, Pittsburgh. Can we we talk through this bullshit you just spit? That's not bullshit. I got my hip boots on the way through that bullshit you just put out there. (laughs) Go, Omar. How's any of your bullshit? Okay, so out of the two coaches, who would you take? Tomlin. Out of the two quarterbacks, who would you take? (laughs) That okay. I, I'm just asking questions. Out of the offensive line, no, no, who would no, you take? No, 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 no. Let me ask a question. You can no, talk. I'm, I'm giving I'm it back let, to I you. I waited till you finish. Wait till I finish. Out of the two quarterbacks, I'm taking who would you Ben. Take? I'm, ta- okay. I'm taking all their position all players. Out of the two running the games backs, are, who would you games, take? games aren't won there though, are they? Uh, the In game the was won there the last game. Yeah, but this is where it was January. What? This is January. And okay. It's gonna be 15. Last week, I say we put a bet on it. Last week, after of the 367 yards that Pittsburgh had on offense, Who is 291 of them was from two players. Mm-hmm. I don't see Kansas City stopping Let me get to the Let me get any to the of those two. So, but we, I, what, we, what we can't deny though is that look, I get it. I think it's going to be a close game, but it's the best game we can't the deny that Kansas City has as much talent in certain positions, talented individual players. And Pittsburgh does. They just don't get the love because they're a balanced, born team. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's 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 where I net out. Besides the fact that I did pick them for the Super Bowl, Alex Smith has thrown a pick in his last four games. Okay, he's not playing well. The second thing is is that Kansas City defensively, their whole defense is predicated on winning one-on-one matchups in the secondary, which is why Big Ben threw five touchdowns. I think that's going to be a problem. Big Ben's wearing a boot. 
No, he's not. Come on, but you of all he took people took it off, and he's no longer limping. And you all, and you of all people know injuries don't matter. I think defensively, the one-on-one matchups. To Omar's point, which I didn't even know that that's where he was going with it, but I think one-on-one matchups definitely tilts in Pittsburgh. T- definitely tilts in Pittsburgh. Talk about one-on-one matchups. What about that's Houston cool. on the on the uh, on the tackle? Who gonna win that? Okay, he's coming off of an injury. That's fine. Again, that line is sex. That injuries don't matter. His, his, <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Matchups matter, right? Mm-hmm. Matchups do matter. And Kansas City's offense actually plays to Steelers' defense because they're not explosive. So the the Steelers have a bend but don't break defense. To to be fair, to be fair, right? And this is why I think we thought in Week Four because I remember this vividly. This Week Four, and this is this is a, this is for point of context. That week four blowout came after Skinny's Eagles whipped Pittsburgh's ass, okay? And they whipped their ass by forcing the linebackers to have to cover. If there is a weak spot for Pittsburgh, and if there is a thing to be concerned about, it is the fact that Andy Reid will see that matchup and this guy, the X Factor we talked about, Tyreek Hill, Mm -hmm. having to force their linebackers to cover, it could be a problem. But I just think... The one-on-one matchups will be too much for Pittsburgh, and I think that they—I think they win that game. It is who—I don't know who said it, somebody in here, but it is the best game of the weekend. You—you you just called out the X factor because that was another thing. Tyreek Hill wasn't doing what he's doing now. To Devin's point, mm. back uh, in Week Four, in week four. he hadn't—and that—and when I said the, the defense has to score, it also means special teams, and that's what that boy's been doing for the last six weeks. All right, last game, Dallas Green Bay, which. I mean, you know, we did say Pittsburgh, Kansas City, best game of the weekend. Dallas Green Bay is right up there. Uh, rematch of week six. Ribs. 30, 30 to 16 at Lambeau Field. Dallas came in there and uh, and did what they've been doing all year. Uh, A-Rod wasn't terrible. He threw for about 300 yards, uh, only one touchdown. Uh, the difference was Dak Prescott. Throwing for three touchdowns, 247 yards, and then Ezekiel Elliott running for 160 yards. Uh, Kevin, who you got in the game? I'm picking Dallas. He don't um, want to. I, I really don't care who wins this weekend. Um, but <laughs> I, <I'm> definitely, <laughs> that was true. I'm picking Dallas because I think they'll struggle with Zeke. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers has to. I think he has to be perfect for them to win this game. Not saying he can't. Yeah, but that's a lot to ask for in the road on the road, even though they're inside. Um, I think Dallas is just more of a complete team. Omar, who you got? <laughs> the one who ain't got ribs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will say this though: Aaron Rodgers has um, hasn't thrown a pick since November thirteenth. Jesus, two hundred eighty-five pass attempts with no with no interceptions. Um, so it will be a, a game of quarterbacks who are playing their best right now. Mm-hmm. If Jordy Nelson is hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> along with everyone. Else. <laughs> Skinny, who you got? The Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> okay, we know what that means. <laughs> Devin, who you got? <laughs> I, I got the Cowboys, too. Everybody got the Cowboys? Listen, I got the Cowboys as well because, again, my Super Bowl picks were Dallas versus Pittsburgh. But I will say this. In that game, in week six, Des Bryant did not play. He's playing this time. Cole Beasley... Six catches, 58 yards, two touchdowns. I said it last week. I'll say it again. Dak Prescott, play your game. Don't listen to Dez. Spread the ball around. <laughs> take what's there. If he, if he tries to force, listen, if he yeah. tries to force the ball to Dez, it is going to be to which their detriment. Which he doesn't normally do, right? But there but was when a two-week period. But when he does, when he does. and it's a playoff game, it's yeah. the first playoff game, the it's going to be at home. That's my only concern It's going to be at home. If he just plays his game, I'm not worried who he is. I'm not worried about What yes. does he do, Omar? That's just what he does. He doesn't throw picks. <laughs> if, he, if he plays his game and does what he's supposed to do, spread the ball around, be an air traffic controller, the play calling is going to be there, mm-hmm. but he cannot force it to Dez. When Dez is when it, when Dez is there, when it's there for Dez, give it to him. But don't forget about Cole. Beasley. Do the Cowboys blitz a lot? 
No. No. Okay. They don't. Because Aaron Rodgers is the number one quarterback in the league no. against the Blitz. And, and the thing about and the thing about Green Bay is last week, you know, they're hot. They talk about them winning eight in a row. But listen, all the way until that Hail Mary, right before the first half, the Giants was whipping their ass. The only problem was everybody was dropping balls hmm. instead oh, no. of instead of converting My, to Miami. Sterling Shepard was too. <laughs> instead of converting touchdowns, they got field goals. Mm-hmm. And then the Hail Mary crushed their spirits. Crushed their spirit. So you know, whoever wins the turnover battle wins this game. I, think. I like Dallas. I, I like Dallas to win. I just want Dak. I just want Dak to do what he's been doing for most of the year. That's and, just what he does. And with, <laughs> <laughs> with that, we'll get our shots together. Uh, this is a reminder. Follow us everywhere on social media. We thank you for ha- visiting us on 32 Kings Road. Enjoy the games this weekend, mm-hmm. and we will see you next week. What you doing, Kevin? Cheers, mate. Cheerio. Shout yeah, out yeah. to Dome Headgear. Dome headgear. And shout out to Hennessy. Where's your white rabbit, baby? Mm. It's a privilege. <laughs>